In this week's parsha, we have the dinim of the tumor of a zov, a person that had a particular type of discharge. And the Pasuk says, Uklicheres, an earthenware vessel, Asher Yigabayazov, that the Zov came in contact with, needs to be broken. And a wooden vessel can be toiveled in the water. The Torah's Koyenim on these words, Asher Yigabayazov, that the Zov came in contact with, explains, Yachal, you might think that it means even if he just physically, literally just touched the vessel from the outside, then it becomes Tomei. So the Torah's Koyenim goes on, and explains that it cannot be the case. The Torah's Koyenim gives us a Gzeira Shava from where we learn out that just coming in contact with the earthenware vessel would not make it Tomei. And rather, Asher Yigaboy Hazov, what it does mean is that the Zov actually moved the vessel, then it becomes Tomei. Now Rashi, also on these words, Uklicheres Asher Yigaboy Hazov, Sends us to this Torah's Koyinim, quotes the Torah's Koyinim, but Rashi only brings a very little part of the Torah's Koyinim, only the very beginning and the very end. Rashi says, Yochel, you might think, even if he just touched it from the outside, that Rashi says, Vuchulu, etc., as it says in Torah's Koyinim, and that Rashi finishes off with a point that in our case, what it would mean is moving the actual vessel. Now, the reason why Rashi has to tell us anything at all, why Rashi can't just say, that touching the vessel means simply touching it. Why does Rashi have to say that it means moving it? So the issue over here is that we know already from an earlier place in the Torah when it was dealing with the tomb of Shrotzim, of the dead, creeping, crawling animals, is that the tomb of Asheretz does not make a earthenware vessel, Tommy, just by coming in contact with it. It had to go inside the ear space of that vessel. And therefore, when we come to the earthenware vessel in our case, we need to know what does Yigaboy mean? Because you might say over here also it, that it wouldn't mean just simply touching it. On the other hand, you could also come along and say Azov is a stricter tumor than the Sheretz. So Rashi explains to us that it does not mean simply touching it. Rather, it does mean that he had to move the vessel. Now Rashi doesn't actually tell us and give us the proof that the Torah's Koyanim gives, which I said before, the Torah's Koyanim learns it from Gzeir Shava. Rashi just gives it to us as a statement. So the question over here is why? Rashi does not quote the full Torah's Koyanim. He just says, you might think that even if you touch it, and then he says, no. He says, just v'chulu, etc., as it says in Torah's Koyanim, and finally he tells us that touching over here means moving it. So seemingly... Either Rashi should have quoted the whole Torah's Koyanim, also the proof, or he shouldn't have quoted anything at all. Now, you might say that the reason why he quotes the very, very end is because Rashi does want to tell us what Yigaboy in our case means. Touching it means moving it. But the problem with that is that Rashi still had to give us the proof of why it cannot mean in our case just simply touching the vessel. So somehow we must say that Rashi's proof is not the same way as the Medrash, which learns it out from Gzei Rishava, which this is something the Menchamish Lemikra would never be able to figure out on, our, on his own, but rather somehow from the words that Rashi does bring, this itself is enough to explain to us why we cannot say that Yigaboy simply means touching it. So where do we know that Yigaboy cannot mean touching it, rather moving it? And this is what our Sikha is going to be about, exploring different options. So you might say that we could learn it from Tumas Mace. This is generally considered the strictest Tumor of a dead body. 
And yet, in that Tumah as well, an earthenware vessel would not become Tumah just by the Tumah mace touching it from the outside. And therefore, maybe over here we could say, then surely by Azov, it cannot mean that he's just touching the vessel from the outside. And therefore, Rashi says, it means that he actually moved the vessel. The problem with this is, is that this unique type of Tumah that the Zov has, that he, when he moves the vessel it becomes Tameh, even if it wasn't direct contact, but he moved it, that also doesn't apply by Tumas Mes. This is actually something even stricter by the Zov than by Tumas Mes. So if we are anyways tell, saying that Yigaboy is going to be something over here that's different and more strict than Tumas Mes, then by the same token it could be that, that the Zov touching the vessel from the outside makes it Tameh, even though the Mes does not. It, that could be the pshat just as much as saying that by the Zov moving a vessel makes a tummy, even though that does not p- apply by a Tumas Mace. And this would be a simpler way of translating Gigaboy, physically touching it from the outside. So we need to look for another reason of why we cannot say Gigaboy means touching it. Maybe we could say it's from the end of the Pasik. The Pasik says, that a wooden vessel is toiveled in the mikvah. Now, if our Pasek is teaching us about this new Tumah, Tumas Heset, that when you move something, the Zov moves something, it becomes Tomei, I understand why the Pasek also has to tell it to us about wooden vessels, because this is a new din that we're learning, that a wooden vessel can become Tomei by the Zov, just by being moved, again, even if it's not direct contact. But if the Pasek was telling us about the earthenware vessel, the Chiddush of the Pasek would have been, that by touching it from the outside, it becomes Tameh, different than in other Tumois, then why do we even have to bother bringing anything about the wooden vessel? The wooden vessel is always becoming Tameh by it being touched from the outside. The problem with saying that that's Rashi's proof from the end of the Pasuk about Kolkliates, that Rashi should have somehow hinted to this in the Dibur HaMaschel, quoting this part of the Pasuk as well in the Dibur HaMaschel. So the Rebbe says the explanation is, when we come to our Pasek, the question really becomes, what is the Pasek even coming to teach us? That a vessel becomes Tomei when a person that's Tomei came in contact with it? This doesn't seem like any Chidush. This is something that we have learned already earlier. We could learn it out from previous things. That a person becomes Tomei by the Zav touching him. Tuma Zav is a strictest, a very strict Tuma, as we said before. Obviously the Kalim become Tomei. So the question is, what, what does the Pasek coming to tell us? So we may have thought that the Chiddush of our Pasek is that when the Zav touches a vessel even from the outside, the earthenware vessel even from the outside, it's becoming Tomei. Well, that might be the Chiddush of our Pasek. And this is what Rashi is saying, Yochel, he's proving from the Torah's Koyanim that we can really think that, that really there is an option that we could have thought based on our Pasuk, even if he touched it from the outside. In other words, what he's bringing the Torah's Koyanim for was not to bring the proof of the Torah's Koyanim. Why we cannot say that, it was really to emphasize and highlight this question. Yochel, I might think that that's the Pshat in our Pasuk, that even if you touch the earthenware vessel from the outside, it becomes tummy. So why don't we say that? So says the Rebbe, in addition to what we said before, that the whole Pasuk seems to be an extra Pasuk, these particular words, Asher Yiga Boyazov, seem to be completely redundant. Because the very previous Pasuk, 
was saying, anything that the Zav touches, etc. And then our Pasuk repeats again, Why do you need these words that he touches? The previous Pasuk was already speaking about things that he's coming in contact with, people that he's coming in contact with. It could have just said, Rather, it could have just said, and an earthenware vessel should be broken. Therefore, it makes sense to say that the chidush in our Pasuk are those words, there's something unique about these words. The Pasuk is trying to tell us that there's a new type of contact, which is not only touching the vessel in one particular place, but it's as if you touched the whole thing. And this is what Rashi is telling us. What kind of contact is there? That it's as if you touched a whole vessel? That's when you moved the vessel. And those are the words that Rashi brings from the ending of the Torah's Koyanim. Ezel Magoy, what is the touch? That's as if you touched the whole thing. That is when you move the vessel. So in other words, to summarize, the main point again is, that Rashi's main proof was from the words, Asher Yigaboy, Glicheres Asher Yigaboy, and again, because these words seem to be completely extra, and therefore it's teaching us a whole new method of contact that the Zov has with it. The Rebbe says, Generally, an earthenware vessel it's made of earth is a hint to the person. Adam Yisoydim, offer a person comes from dust. And the Pasuk and Rashi is coming to teach us that a Klicheris, an earthenware vessel, does not become Tomei from the outside, from the back. What is that in Avodah Hashem? So the goof, our goof compared to our essence is just like the back of the person, the outside of the person. Now Hashem made that we need to come on to physical things, to eating, drinking, and other matters of Olam Hazah. And all of these things that sort of stick on to Achoyrev, to the back of the Kaili, to our goof, from these matters of Olam Hazah, you might think you can make the person Tomei. And this is what we say, it can never contaminate the essence of a Yid. This is the way the Abish made us. We need these Gashmi's like things. Of course, utilize them in the right ways, but it never schleps down and never contaminates the Yid. Now that's regarding other Tumois. When it comes to the Tuma of Ziva, of this particular Tuma, you might think it would be different. Why is that? We know there's something called Dam Nida, the blood of a Nida. And that's something natural that the Abish made part of the regular cycle. When there's the concept of Ziva, whether it's by a woman, or by a man in a different way, but the concept of ziva is always going to be something that's already not natural. And an avoider that shows that it's not only a person isn't doing the things that he needs based on his physical nature of his nefesh Bahamas and his guf, but he's sort of trying to incite the Sahara and do more things than he needs to be doing, or even in, in eating and drinking and other matters of oil and doing much more than the necessary. So when a person is, has fallen down into these things much more than that was just needed by, based on his nature, we could think maybe now he does become Tommy, so to speak, because of the things to do with his guf, me'achoyder from the outside. And this is what we say, that no, any of these things touching the person from the outside never could contaminate the etzim of the yid, because every single yid in his etzim, in its very essence, always wants to do only the right thing, only good, and eventually, of course, every yid will end up saying that I want to do every single mitzvah and be on the right track.